MP, it feels like every area of life at the moment is undergoing revolution. I'm glad you said that, Bretto, because at this year's Wellness Summit virtual experience, all of our speakers are presenting on the revolution. Yeah, and it's such a topsy-turvy world right now. It feels like everything's been turned upside down, whether it's your finances, your food, your health, your longevity, your family. All of these things are just in such a state of flux right now that we really need to get the experts in to give us the lowdown. That's why we have Jason Witten on the financial revolution, Cindy O'Meara on the food revolution, Kim Morrison on the self-love revolution, Marcus Pierce on the longevity revolution, the great Brett Hill on the resilience revolution, Andrea Huddleston on the hormones revolution, And of course, Joe Witten on the food and family revolution. And for the first time ever, we'll have breakout sessions on the energy revolution, the career revolution, the barefoot revolution, the real food revolution, and the parenting revolution. All this and more at The Wellness Summit, September 11 and 12. Book your tickets at thewellnesssummit.com. Welcome to episode number 75. Today, I bring you Laura Klein, the founder of the snotty nose boss. Welcome to the Herpreneur Show, where we talk women, business, life. I am your host, Annette Lakovich. I'm an entrepreneur, businesswoman, mum, and I'm a fitness fanatic who loves to dance. What I also love to do is help you reach your fullest potential in business, health, and happiness. Join me as I bring you life-changing interviews, world-class education that helps you continue to up-level your next level of greatness. It's your time to shine. Let's do it. Well, we've talked about smelly armpits in the last interview. Today, we're talking about snotty noses. (laughs) There is a pattern that I see forming with these entrepreneurial women that are killing it in the marketplace, and they all started their products because of one thing. They wanted it themselves, and they were so passionate about it. They found a way. We hear a very interesting story today about how Laura was using a machine. She was a distributor for a machine and how quickly the manufacturers wanted to take it off her. So she actually found a way to make it herself. So within one year, she turned her whole business around into now what is a multi-million dollar business. Before we get on to Laura... Just a reminder, we have the Herpreneur Pen Giveaway. They're beautiful Shirovsky pen and stylus. They're white. They are gorgeous. They've got crystal in them. Uh, all you need to do is just write us a review. It's for those women that love the show, you've been listening for a while, and you would love to be able to support us. And by you supporting us, it's my way to say thank you to you. All you need to do is to go onto iTunes or Stitcher, write a review, and then just email us. Say, hey, this is my review, and this is my mailing address, so I can get my pen. It's our way of saying a big thank you. They're gorgeous pens and it also reminds you that you're a female business owner that's out there making her way and changing the world as well. The Herpreneur Podcast Show is brought to you by Convert Club. That's where my husband and I teach the beautiful reverse selling system to business owners that are service-based and product-based who have to have a conversation with their customer. Let's face it, in business, a lot of our products and services, they don't sell from an e-commerce store. They're service-based or the product needs explaining and your customer or your client needs that conversation. And that's what we actually help you do is help you reverse the sale, take that ickiness away from selling and sell from the heart and connection. You'll hear in the middle of the interview today, we actually go into marketing, retargeting. Laura also drops a lot of golden nuggets in her experience as a businesswoman. Enjoy today's show, Laura Klein. 
Hi, Annette. It is lovely to be with you. Thank you. <laughs> and yes, I could talk about snotty noses all day. It doesn't sound strange to me anymore. In fact, I've got it plastered all over my car and I've even got a personalised number plate that says snotty boss. So... I love that. And you know, it, 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 just, you, you feel so natural talking about noses and mums and when you're a mum and you're talking to other mums, it's such a natural conversation, isn't it? You just go down. Hashtag mum life. <laughs> I love it. Whereabouts in this beautiful world are you um, at the moment? Like where do you run the office from and where do you live? Yeah, I'm in sunny Brisbane in Queensland, Australia. Oh, nice part of the world. Beautiful, yes. Sunny. Sunny pretty much all year round, right? <laughs> Lucky yeah. Can you give us a bit of a context around who you are or who you were before Snotty Noses came around? Sort of give us an idea and snapshot of who you were before this idea sort of came up. Take us back. Absolutely. So snottynoses.com.au became a thing in 2013. So I'm in my seventh year of business now. And am I the same person that I was back then? No, I'm not. It's all, it is all part of the journey. Can I say though, we were talking about snotty noses and what a crazy phrase it is. One key thing in business is you have to have a business name that is memorable. I wanted a, a website name that would be memorable for people. So that's the reason I chose that. But yeah, back before 2013, um, I was a primary school teacher, absolutely uh -huh. loved my job uh, and did, you know, was a teacher for many, many years, had three babies in three and a half years in 2008, 2010 <laughs> and 2012. Whoa. So by the winter of 2012, I felt like I was living in Snotsville. I mean, it just was three little ones who couldn't blow their nose they got there they didn't go to daycare they were at home with me I was a full-time stay-at-home mum absolutely loved it uh, but they still got their fair share of just winter colds they're building their immune system so they just have to go through that process of having a runny nose and all the associated things with it so you know you the landscape of e-commerce and you know Instagram did it even exist back then? Right. I don't even know. It was very different. I would still get the old chemist catalog, and you know the 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 baby magazine, the paper version of that. And I'd be flicking through, and I saw this ad for a battery powered snot sucker, mm -hmm. and I thought, you know what? I have bought and used so many other gadgets in the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Some of them work, some of them are terrible. This thing probably won't work. It's claiming to be a snot sucker, but it probably won't work. So I bought one, <clears throat> and work it did it was incredible I used it loved it on all of the kids look was it their favorite thing no, two of them didn't mind it one of them absolutely hated it up his nose uh and it, I kept telling my friends about it oh this thing is brilliant like it's just so good and about a year later I lost the nozzle one of the little nozzles got lost and I had to ring the distributor that I bought it off mm -hmm. I need a new nozzle he sent me a nozzle and it he also sent me a flyer about a work from home opportunity for stay-at-home mums if you love our product we're looking a bit like an Avon lady you know you buy yeah. a box of stock and you sell it to your friends and I thought oh my goodness I have been telling people about this product for the last 12 months I may as well <laughs> buy a box of stock I think everyone at playgroup will probably buy one so I did. It literally started in July 2013 with one little box of stock that arrived. I took it to my playgroup. I sold two on that first day and I went, ah, oh, this is easy. Here we go. What? <laughs> I, had, I had no website. 
I had no Facebook page. I had no social media. I had mm. no email list. I had no Google listing. I had no clue, frankly. But I had a passion to help other people with exactly the same problem that I had had and yeah. that I had solved. Yeah. So I knew I was on a winner within about oh, a couple of weeks. I thought, okay, I think I might need a website here. So <laughs> off. Off we went on the journey. I am I'm embarrassed to say my first website was a non-mobile friendly, clunky, just awful navigation, just horrific. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that everyone's first anything is. That's why, you know, that's why Facebook started in some dorm room in the USA and Google started in someone's garage everyone starts yeah. small and raw and like you just do you you do you do not go from zero mm. to millionaire or zero to whatever in a week or even a, a year yeah so that's okay humble beginnings small steps help you climb the mountain mm. so that's all good yeah and it's interesting because if you are embarrassed of what you've done in the past, it means you're probably not improving. So we want to always make sure you improve. Like I look at my YouTube videos now and I just go, oh, my God, I just want to take them down. But they always say don't take them down because it's got so much of the algorithms behind it. I'm thinking I'm just mortified yes. but yes. I have excelled. <laughs> yes, that's so, right. So tell you're me, always growing and changing. Was yes. it always in your mind to start a business or were you looking at going back to teaching at school at some stage? Oh, look, I love teaching. I am a passionate educator and I have the highest respect for teachers, but it is a tough game. It was a tough game being a full-time teacher when it was just me with no kids. And I was under yeah. no illusions that trying to go back to teaching with three little ones was just, it just wasn't going to work. So Yes, I was starting to scout around what else could I do that might make this work-life balance mm. work better. So I was on leave from teaching um, and, you know, so I ha but I also had no pre there was no pressure on me to God start a business and you better start making an income really well really quickly you know my husband has a, a you know a good job and we were we were okay we let it we have a simple life mm -hmm. um, and we were okay anything that I might have made from my business in the first couple of years was was pocket money was cream on top yeah. so that was really nice not to have that pressure I actually did go back to teaching in so the business started 2013 I went back to teaching part-time in 2015 and 16 once the kiddies were at school and kindy uh, and that was only part-time and that that was just a wrecking ball it was just too hard I couldn't do I couldn't I was doing three jobs. I was being a part-time teacher. I was being a mother to three children and I was running a little business, uh, oh, an yeah. online business on the side. Yeah. Something had to give. Yeah. So I had to say goodbye. To I took off my teacher's hat at the end of 2016 mm. and it was bittersweet. Um, so now my two focuses are being a mum to the kids and yeah. you know being a family person and then running my business. Mm. So talk about the teething stages then in those first few years just with building it getting the message out there what are some of the teething stages and what have you learned what sort of comes to mind yeah look you don't know what you don't know so you just yeah. you, you start small and you start to dabble in oh, I think this might work I think this might work 
truth bomb, there's no one magic bullet. There's not there's not one single thing you do. It is a, what would you say, it's an ecosystem of steps <laughs> and utilising resources and all of those sorts of things come together to build momentum and then start to grow. So the landscape was very different back then though, yeah. you know, to yeah. the 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 2013, 14, 15 smartphones were still in its in in their infancy. Mm-hmm. Instagram influencer didn't even know what that was. Yeah. You know, it was mm-hmm. it was all very very different. People were still a little bit hesitant to shop on their phones. You know, if I put my credit card number into my phone, like you know, yeah. is that safe? You know, it was just completely different. Yeah, so it was, I um, think except for that, events, because events events were blowing up at that stage. So I was doing Australian tours at that stage. So Facebook ads were just incredible for that. It yeah, was just, yes. you know, 35 cents a click to, to get a lead and now, you know, it can cost me on to $3. $3. I remember we had one guy doing a Facebook ads. It was like $11 a lead. I went, okay, we need to get rid of him because that's just not working. So yeah. it's, it's interesting the, this, the timeline of what was working on social and when, you know, selling online came on board. We actually interviewed just recently, her interview dropped today, um, Rebecca Kladinsky from Exist. And this is a, you know, nearly eight-figure business now, swimming swimwear. She oh, swimwear. Started, yes, I, she, I've heard Rebecca speak. She's amazing. She started in 2013 and she started on Instagram. So she was one of the very first ones yes. to do it. And I said, whatever makes you think you do it she goes well I couldn't afford anything else so that's what I just did I just tried that platform so isn't that interesting just um to to know that is there any standout stories or mistakes that you've done that are quite funny that you can laugh at now that weren't that didn't happen uh, that that would never happen now but you just think oh my gosh like that was just a nightmare time there there has been the most incredibly scary time was just 12 months ago so we can sort of if we want to stay on the timeline of the journey Mm -hmm. we can get to everything that fell apart at the beginning of 2019 and how I've rebooted massively from that Mm. and was that from what was that from specifically okay so the business had sort of just chugged along really nicely um for those six years I had uh, I sell a suite of products on my website Mm -hmm. uh, from different distributors around Mm -hmm. Australia and that that initial distributor that was selling the snot sucker that I had bought as a mum and then I became sort of an on seller for that that was still going Uh, but in the beginning of 2019 unfortunately in business it's never personal that business relationship just fractured I had got a lot of media and publicity you know Sydney Morning Herald and Mm -hmm. you know Sunrise and all these sort of you know different big media things therefore I got contacted by a lot of pharmacies about oh what's this snotty product and we'd like to sell it but of course I wasn't a distributor Mm -hmm. and that's a cautionary tale for people who are in online retail unless you are also the manufacturer of all of the products you sell Mm. you can come undone there so Mm. um, the bottom line is that I was you know they threatened to withhold any supply for me and this was in March of last year heading into a busy winter and I had to scramble massively and I Mm. thought wow um, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get my own if they won't supply to me anymore I'm gonna have to get my own snot sucker and obviously that's not a quick process we're talking a registered medical device here so uh, that took over a year of research and development you know 
getting samples, contacting factories in China, mm-hmm. Taiwan, mm-hmm. India to find something that had the the right um, sort of composition to be approved by the TGA in Australia, which is the Therapeutic Goods Administration. Uh, they are really stringent, as we as we need them to be. We're not just mm-hmm. going to import and sell any medical device for babies in Australia. So that's why people can shop with confidence with us because they know it's gone through all of the testing and all of the regulations that it's meant to. But that is a slow process. So in the interim. I had to scramble and find another snot sucker that would cover me, and I did. In the meantime, I was working away like a little demon yeah. to get my own product, and I did it. Well, so the one that you have now is different to the one that you start. That is fabulous. Oh, my gosh. Totally different. Yes, here is this bad boy. All right. That is amazing. So um, if you're listening to it on the podcast, you'll actually see the full interview on YouTube. Um, so we're actually just holding up the now personal branded, branded Snotty Boss. Um, yeah, <laughs> just over this way just a bit more. Yep, perfect. That's it. Got it. Look at that. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna turn the motor on. I'm gonna take this collection cup off. So that's mm-hmm. gone off. I'm gonna it suctions my hand. Look at that. I can take my hand off. That's fantastic. And it is just just next level. Battery suction. So in what turnaround time did you manage to get that produced, manufactured? Uh, in a year, nearly a year. So March 2019, I started my research and then March 2020, it landed in Australia, the first the first batch of a couple of thousand. And we launched uh, one week after, at the end of March. Mm. We'd gone, one week after we'd all gone into lockdown on the 22nd of March, that's when I launched. So yep. no launch party. We had a flash mob at South Bank in Brisbane planned. Nope, cancelled, everything gone, nothing. So I launched on Instagram with a video. Fantastic. <laughs> you know what? Like... When you're a mum and at that stage I was using with Braxton the one that sort of has the bubble at the end. So it's a manual. Yeah, the rubber bowl. Yeah. The manual rubber bowl. And um, I I just remember actually thinking, oh, my gosh, this is so great whoever invented this. If I had even known <laughs> about what you, you can go. You can go supersonic. Oh, my gosh. Like that's just, yeah, it's just incredible. So what made you make this your signature product? Why this one? Was it because you've now, it's your baby, (laughs) pardon the pun, it's your baby and you've gone through so much? Because it was your signature product before, is that right? Before it it absolutely was. Yeah. Yeah. So for six years I sold the other snotty Mm -hmm. product. It was battery powered. I loved it. But I wasn't the distributor. I didn't have the master distribution um, license for Australia. So while I could sell it on my website, my hands were tied in terms of being able to open a wholesale arm to get pharmacy Mm. um, accounts. And that's, you know, ultimately I want to continue selling retail online on my website, but we're now able to approach the 5,000 pharmacies that are in Australia Mm. and say, would you like to stop this product? And I am the master of my own destiny Yeah, that's it. So I can make that decision for myself. Uh, People will say, oh, don't you wish you would have created your own snotty boss, you know, years and years and years ago? Well, yes, I do. But I had to get pushed off that ledge in 2000. 2019 and I had to scramble and there was no other choice I had to do it back then Mm. back in could I have done it in 2016 well I maybe maybe not but I didn't have that urgency I knew I had no choice last year but years before 
I did. Yeah. I had to find my parachute on the way down yeah. after I'd been pushed out of the plane. Mm. So, and I also wouldn't have. I mean, to undertake some sort of manufacturing at a at a production facility in Taiwan, which is where we make it, that's no small feat either. That we're not talking. Oh, I'm just going to buy two hundred. We're buying thousands and thousands and thousands. So you do need some capital behind you yeah. in order to fund that production. Yeah. And I would not have had that mm. in the early years. Yeah, and you know, every what seems like a tragedy at the time. It always turns into yes. the, the most beautiful yep. season and reason and we can yep. join those dots looking back. So it's like when you're talking about that failure, like fail fast to move on, and I'm sure that you've probably got the same mindset, which is nothing's ever failure. It's just always feedback on where that next totally. way to point that, that, that compass Chalk is. It up. Yeah. So this Absolutely. is obviously then fairly new because it's taken a year to produ- to get the manufacturing and get it in your hands. Yep. So what okay. are the steps yep. now what you're wanting to do? You're wanting to actually get it into retail, into chemists. Um, what, yes. what do you think your, your steps yep. are going to be to do that? Have you got that planned out yet? Well, we did pre-COVID. Yes, oh, yes. We had, yep, we had a pharmacy distributor for the east coast of Australia and mm-hmm. one for the west coast of Australia. Mm-hmm. We had contracts drawn up in earlier in the year waiting for the product to come. The contracts had been sent. They were nearly ready to sign and then COVID hit. And both pharmacy distributors said, Laura, we are just scrambling. We're barely holding on to our existing business. We cannot take any other products into our repertoire, even though we believe in you and we believe in your product. All of our all of our reps are off the road. Everything is in lockdown. Pharmacies don't want to hear or see from anyone. They mm-hmm. certainly don't want new products. I'm so sorry, but we can't take you. And I went, oh, okay. Mm. Right. So I said, well, if no one else is going, and that was a, they, they were fairly boutique pharmacy agents. Mm-hmm. The big, some of the big pharmacy agents yeah. that might represent Nurofen and Vicks and those sort of massive brands, they won't even look at a little brand like mine with one single product. They're like, just no, mm. no, we won't even deal with you. And I have to accept that. That's fine. So I thought, well, am I going to sit here and have a big sob about it or am I going to create a wholesale um uh, log in on my own website and approach pharmacies myself. Well, yes, you bet that's what I'm going to do. So I've, I've now employed two new staff members who are our wholesale uh, ma- manager and uh, rep and they they don't go around cold calling face-to-face because actually the world of repping has completely, COVID's changed everything. Yeah. Uh, people are actually don't want a rep in their pharmacy. They're too busy and they don't want infection or all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. They are very happy to hear someone over the phone and then the phone call, can I follow up with an email and we're just doing it all by phone and yeah. email and that is the new world that we live in yes. in terms of yeah. repping and getting your product out there. Yeah. And we have success. So we're ticking off um, pharmacies. We've now got over 40 stockists in Australia in different <laughs> pharmacies. And that's from the big yeah. banner groups, the Terry Whites, yeah. you know, through to the small little independent pharmacies. So again, the, the, the rug was pulled out from under us. That's not going to stop us. We're just going to pivot and we're going to think of a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to me in 12 months' time. Maybe we will have found a better way mm-hmm. or something different to to. A different way to approach it yeah um works and, and then we'll just see how we go yeah and this is and again it's that challenge that you were faced with had you go into creativity mode to go okay so how do i just make this yeah. bit happen like you know, i'm not gonna sit there and, right. we've got all these thousands that have been shipped over yeah what actually um i think is 
really interesting to know is I've actually trained a lot of pharmaceutical reps, um, not not pharmaceutical drugs, which I've trained them as well, but people doing product placement. And what's really interesting is that you always need to stay top of mind because they might have the product of the month, product of the year that they're really passionate about. So I remember using um, different baby products. There's been skin creams, there's been baby wraps and teaching my clients to have proper training and continual training with these reps. So you're always front of mind. So when they actually go in, they're, you know, you're front of mind and they're so comfortable and they're so passionate with the product their passion helps sell it. So in a way, no one's going to be more passionate about selling it right now than you. Yep. And you've created this ability to be able to do wholesale with ease, the ease for the the orderer, for the, you know, for yep. the chemist. The pharmacy, uh, just order. Yeah, it's just incredible. So good. Yeah, um, thank you. And can I also say that is where the power of an email list just comes into its own. Yep. So we have two two streams of our email list mm-hmm. obviously our retail uh email list so our past customers and anyone who signs up to our email list and there's about 40,000 subscribers there so that's just the gift you just again you stay top of mind it's not mm-hmm. always sell 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 mm-hmm. we intermit you know we have an intermittent range of emails some is most of it's helpful content yeah content <laughs> some of it might be a giveaway some of it might be we've got this special or we've got a free sh- shipping offer or we've got something beautiful for Mother's Day and we just sort of shake it up. So that's the retail email list. But the wholesale email list, once we get the contact for that particular pharmacy, they go into our database and I can just be sending them. And look, we've got another review for the Snotty Boss. Here's another YouTube clip of another happy customer. Yeah. Just drip feeding it to them. So they, who is this snotty woman? I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna open that email and just see what that's all yeah. about because mm. luckily with this product we do have a few competitors on the market but it's not a saturated market mm. so I have a point of difference there that I I can confidently say our prototype is the best battery powered one in Australia uh, so I can say you know. Th- this is the one that you need in your pharmacy. Is it the cheapest? Absolutely not. Is it the best? Yes, it absolutely is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that was just a little sort of side note about email and the yeah. power of follow-up. The money is in the follow-up. Yeah, the you are not going to get a conversion on one email. No. You're kidding yourself if you think you are. Mm. You just have to build consistency and momentum. Yeah. And I do believe eventually the, it, the penny drops and they yeah. just go, yep, yeah. let, let's yeah. do it. And the fortune is in the follow-up because normally with old-school advertising, if you think when it was like litter box drops, right, for myself I used to run health clubs and it wasn't until the third litter box drop, the third week is when the phones would ring. It'd be week one, we'd send out the flyers, week two, they'd send out the flyer, and then week three. And now we're moving into um, retargeting on Facebook and on yep. Google and and the thing is, you might see those pair of shoes or you might see the snotty nose or you might see the air diffuser, you know, the essential oils, and then suddenly you haven't purchased it. But because that ad's following you around, it's the same thing as the concept for selling, which is the the, the fortunes in the follow-up. That's why we want to make sure if the customer says no to you right now, it doesn't mean no forever. It's like how do we actually restart this conversation, which is what you're doing through that education, testimonials. It's leaving those little breadcrumbs, which is just beautiful yep. and, and yeah. 
see that just um, can mm. really work out. Hey, what, you- can I segue, um, Annette, and just yeah. mention one other thing? It, right at the beginning of my business, I started with the other snotty product and I was I was a one-trick pony and I worked out very very quickly that people only need to buy one of those products I needed to very quickly find a way for a reason for them to come back to me to buy something else so my business would yes this is this this is the hero product but I have to have the follow-up products like the diffusers, like the essential oils, like the sleepy balms and yeah. the, the cuddle blankets, all of those things for people. And the oils are obviously consumables. There is a reason for people to come back. Yeah. They need one snotty boss, but they might need four diffusers and then they want to buy one for their friend for a gift. Mm-hmm. So you have to look at your business model and yeah. say, is there a reason for people to come back? Yeah, And that actually answers my question. So I was going to say, what made you put in the other products? Because it's important for secondary spends for any business to be able to go, okay, yep. we should be able to get at least three transactions out of one customer. We've got a happy customer. Yep. Uh, yep. And because your product is, it's like a car, right? You might be looking for a car, then you buy the car. You, how do you keep remarketing to that database of the person that's just bought yep. the car? It's like, what do, you, what do you need to do? What products or what services? So that's really interesting of knowing now the reason why you added those extra products was yep. secondary spend and how can you serve them more? Because what I love is you actually have a diffuser there that I have in my son's room. It's the lively living one and it's the one that you change the colour of the lights and it has the different um, lullabies, the different music. Yep. And he's six and I still use that today. It's like total programming. I turn it on the red light, the same lullaby song on. He yawns straight away. It's like that neuro <laughs> association. And Guess what? I've got one in my own bedroom and I am, I'm not even going to tell you how old I am. I love it for myself. Those sleep vaporizers are incredible. But do you have the music going? Yeah, I have the rain sound. Oh, you have absolutely. rain. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I, love I love it. I take it with me on holidays. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Um, favourite types of essential oils that you like to use in there? Um, what would you be a tip for the ones that you sell for clearing the nasal passage? Yeah. Yeah, it's a blend called Winter Rescue Remedy, eucalyptus, tea tree, lavender, 100% pure, all organic. It is just, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. That Even if I'm not sick, that goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's another one called a sleep oil, which has more sort of lavender, chamomile, a little bit of citrus in it as well. So we just change them, you know, interchangeably. My kids have all got one in their own rooms yeah. as well. So, you know, why wouldn't you? It's 300... Traditionally, people think, oh, a, a vaporizer is only, you know, when you're a bit sniffly, you know, you oh. pull it out from under the bed. No, this is 365, yeah. this one. Yeah. Um, it's the air quality that you have right. around you anyway. But um, like totally. I go in my office in the home, people always walk and go, oh, it smells so nice in here. Like, yeah. It smells nice, yeah. <laughs> and a, a smell is a secondary benefit. It's still lovely, but the, the main benefit is the air yeah. purifying, the hydration. It hydrates your skin, hydrates yeah. your mouth and your, na- your nose. So it just, it fits in so nicely with our brand mm-hmm. the umbrella of those products being the gadgets for mm. good health and good sleep it's just a really good fit um look i'd love to wrap up with the final three questions here all right yep. whatever comes to you would be great it's gonna be perfect um yep. two pieces of advice one for the female startup 
she's in that startup mode. Maybe she's got the idea. Maybe she has the idea. She's just in those first few months of just getting it out there. What's a piece of advice for her? And then a piece of advice for the woman that's a bit more seasoned. Maybe she's looking at upping her game. Maybe she's looking at expanding, um, scaling. Just a piece of advice for a startup and a, a scale. Yeah. Okay. So for a for a new business, a lot a lot of times that product or that service comes out of a personal need of a problem that you wanted to solve, and so you're then you know trying to help someone else with that product or service. You do have to do your market research. You have to know that there's a market and people will pay what you're asking them to pay for that product or service because if they if they won't, then you have a hobby. You don't have a business. So you do need to do your due diligence on that. I knew from day one we were getting runs on the board. Yes. I knew there was a need. There's a thousand babies born every day in Australia. So my target market for the Snotty Boss is never running out. So that was that was about the extent of my market research. Yeah. But yes, you have to you have to know that people are going to pay you the money you need to make your business profitable. And that doesn't mean you make a million bucks in the first year, yeah. but you need you need a little bit of profit. You really do. You need to yeah. be paying yourself something each week. So work out, does the market need this? Um, you also need to say, well, how many competitors are there in the product or service that I have? Mm-hmm. I have a good friend that has just started an organic skincare company and I, I take my hat off to her, but she is up against some yeah. big players. There are thousands of skincare brands worldwide. I I sort of, I swallow hard when I sort of go, oh my gosh, I hope that works out for her. At the other end of the scale, if you've got something that is like so unique and you're the one and only, you sort of got to think, why hasn't anyone thought of this before? And is there really a need for it if no one has thought of it before? So for me, I guess you need that sweet spot of saying, I've got a few competitors, so I know there's a need for it, but I'm going to make my offer, my product, my service better in mm. these ways. Mm. So that's that's for, right. for the newbie. For the, for the seasoned... Yeah. Um, Oh, for the seasoned business person, I would say just um, take a moment and reflect on where you've come from. Look at that first that first incarnation of your the first yes. YouTube video you ever did, the first in social media post you ever did, the first version of your website that you ever did, or your yeah. packaging. Yeah. And look at how far you've come, and do a happy dance and say, "Well, you know what? I'm because don't most small businesses fail in the first two years or something? So if you're beyond two years." You've got some runs on the board and you must be doing something right. Yeah. Um, by that stage, I would say you need to go and get a business mentor or a business coach, mm-hmm. not necessarily someone from overseas that you found on a Facebook ad or found you on a Facebook <laughs> ad, um, someone from within your business tribe. I'm in a couple of different Australian sort of business women, not always business women, just business groups. Yeah. You need to put it out there. Who who can coach me for this? Some people specialise in service-based businesses. Some people specialise in product-based businesses. Yeah. Find someone to have a good raw cold hard look at your books at your at your plan how you execute things for mm-hmm. me i have used a um a digital agencies in the past that's more sort of for seo facebook ads google ads i've mm-hmm. had some pretty yucky experiences i'm having a great experience right now because they are the right fit for me that's not saying they're the right fit for everyone yeah. but they are for me and i would recommend them i have confidence i can see the numbers the numbers speak yeah. for themselves that we are making the the type of progress that we should and if you are not if you are with some a coach or a consultant agency or something mm-hmm. like that and if you're not getting the results 
that you're expecting, then start asking some questions. And I would never sign up for any sort of um, like year-long contract. Nope, I won't go on a contract with anyone. I want to see what happens in the first six months Mm -hmm. just to make sure that we're heading in the right direction and they get me as much as I get them. Um, You need to be in sync, but I I would get someone, I would outsource and spend a little money bit of money on just getting those the seo the google ads the facebook ads humming yeah for your particular business mm. um it's so you you're, you're spending good money for the for the right reason yeah so and i find sometimes with that seasoned entrepreneur it's about um they're probably maybe even over the groups the groups are probably good for the collaboration and having women at that certain level. Though I find sometimes when your business starts to get into, you know, over seven figures, how many close to eight figures, at that stage a lot of them even need that private real strategic stuff, like real coaching, consulting. Absolutely. Um, And it's great to get those numbers on the board um, to see what they've done or to know what they've done. The other thing is, and it's probably more for the startup, is – you know, I have had a 12-month mastermind and everyone got results except for one person, but that person never met us halfway. So it was quite interesting because exactly. sometimes just because you've got the coach doesn't mean you're going to get the results. Like you have to show up yeah. as well. There's so much that you could do. But now for yeah. me, all I do is I want them to stay because they're getting results, not because they're locked into a contract. So the mastermind was a few years ago, but then the yeah. level of women that I work with now, you know, it is that different level where it's the seasoned yeah. entrepreneur, like you're saying, where it's just really working yeah. with her. And she's staying because we're getting the results. We're getting the numbers on the board. But um, really great pieces of advice. I'd love to wrap up with this one question. I'd love to know what's the one thing that you do on a very regular basis. Something is to do something to do with physical movement, something that gets you away from your workplace that helps realign you, that gets you back in touch with that happiest version of yourself. It sort of like kicks you back into gear, gets your vibrations really high. If you've had a stressful day, <laughs> a tiring day, just pulls you back into being Laura. What would it be? Yeah. Ah, well, with three primary age kids, it could be all about dancing or footy. So, you know, <laughs> pick one of those, put a, put a YouTube channel on and dance with the kids in the in the lounge room. I don't know. Um, one of my, it's not a guilty pleasure because it's just, it's just good is yeah. I'll just get on the track with music in my ears. I switch off from business. I'm not listening to a podcast while I run. Oh my God. I'm listening to some classic old school 80s tunes. One ear in, one earpiece in, one earpiece out for safety, remember? Um, and I will just run on the track. My kids ride at about the same speed that I run. Mm-hmm. So we just all go together. Oh, um, nice. So it just ticks the box. It's connection, it's exercise, yeah. it's out of the house. Yep, that's my jam. Love I it. love it. Uh, when you say on the track, where do you mean? Do you mean, is there a running track or a uh, bush track or yeah. what's the track? Uh, no, it's. So it's in the middle of Brisbane. Um, we back onto the park. We're very lucky here. We back onto the park. So I take about four steps out of my back gate and I am on the track. So, and that's, it just goes for kilometres. That's not where the big park is behind Spring Spring Hill, is it? That's not that park, is it? No, no, that's more in the middle of the city. I'm just five kilometres out of the city yeah. uh, and we're really lucky to have the amount of green space here that we do. Yeah. So not moving anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> 
love that. So can we actually just touch on, because you've got a special gift for the audience today, for the listeners. Um, can you go through what the gift is and where they can actually find out more about, you know, Snotty Noses? And- yeah, so come and see us at snottynoses.com.au. We've got a coupon code and net. If you apply that at the checkout, you get 15% off your first order store-wide. Oh, come and see God. us. So I will have the link below if you listen to iTunes or Stitcher. Otherwise, uh, if you're listening to it online, the article will have everything we've mentioned today, also about the diffusers, about some of the essential oils that were mentioned as well. Um, and we'll also have the code there so you spell my name right, um, A-N-N-E-T-T-E. Um, but we'll have everything there. So if you do want to take advantage of that order, thank you so much. Uh, we'll definitely have thank that you. link there. For- and we'd love people to come and join us on social media as well, at Snotty Noses Australia. Thank you so much for blessing us with your genius today and sharing about oh, your entrepreneurial you. story. Um, so great to hear how you know just being a distributor for someone else created you know what you've got today and um i just can't wait to see what's going to happen in that next year when you've got your wholesaling and then you know just getting it out there really in the retail market um that's just so great just really proud (laughs) watch out snotty bosses on the march (laughs) thank you so much for today laura thank you annette bye You're listening to The Herpreneur Show. I hope you received the inspirational idea, thought or message that you're meant to hear today. If you love the show, it means a bunch to me sending me a message on Facebook or on iTunes to rate and review the show and subscribe so you're the first to know when the next show's released. Until then, make sure you do something that fills up your level of happiness, something that lifts your vibration so high that you're the happiest person that you know. I'm out. This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.